Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly gaming podcast by gamers and for gamers. Retro games, news, reviews, and generally bad opinions brought to you by your hosts, Caden, Austin, and Kat. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. This is episode 111. I'm your host, Kat, and with me and super, just as they always are, Caden and Austin. Howdy. Hello. See, I can compliment people. I can be nice. Called I'm surprised. I this know. is off yeah. character for you. This you. is this is something to write down in the history books, man, in BGA history. Chad, are you okay? Are you? Is this like a, a cry for help? I'm not okay. But I'm never are you okay. Cowled? <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing uh, new. Oh, so, what have you guys been uh, up to? What have you been playing this week? Uh, I've been. I played a little bit of league with some with a couple of friends I haven't gotten to play with in a while. Um, I've also been working on making my way through the Arkham series. Uh, nice. I've almost one hundred percent at Arkham Asylum. I just need to do the challenges for it, and then I'll get a one hundred percent of that. Actual one hundred percent though, or your version yes. where you think you've done one hundred percent? Yes. Okay. The actual <laughs> in game one hundred percent. Okay. I don't count the challenges because they're dumb, but I'll do it. But just the game does. Yeah, and then yeah, it add, qualifies statistics. Yeah, and then I'm also concurrently in the process of trying to 100% Arkham City, which I forgot how big the jump was between Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. There's so many Riddler challenges. It hurts. You gonna be okay, bud? Uh, I don't think so. My sanity you is. You might need to have some therapy. PTSD. Yeah. I'm gonna see just a green question mark and just spaz out and go ballistic. Nerf. Oh, I know not to message you now constantly. Green question. <laughs> Just uh, trying to push what? you off the deep end. Yeah. Oh my. What have y'all been playing? Uh, well. You go ahead. Oh, oh, ladies first. Yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> See, the niceness was so. short-lived. Oh, it was. I tried it. It's not for me. Oh, no. But go ahead. Ladies first. I don't think so. This rule does not apply. Does not compute. Okay, just answer. Oh, okay. Well, I've been trying to play some more WoW. Getting my stats up. You know, meeting some new friends and gnomes along the way. Uh, Going back and playing Valorant and the Forest. And, uh, you know, not, not too bad, actually. You know, getting back into WoW and being like, oh, yeah, a dwarf. I can just... Go in and not die multiple times against a boss level. Sounds like fun. Makes it fun. Oh yeah, it's definitely fun. Fun, fun. What have you been? What have you been playing, Cat? <laughs> well, um, I have played a little bit of Minecraft this week. Oh, oh. don't judge, okay? I'm not judging. I just I was surprised. I didn't think you enjoyed Minecraft. I do. I play with my kids. Oh. I mean, I didn't play it with my kids this time. I played it on my computer, but they had a new uh, like update with the nether. So, cool. They have trees now. Ah, cool. Mm-hmm. Talking trees? What? Talking trees? Movable trees? Zombie trees? Or just trees? No. Just regular old trees. Dope. Blue, but they're trees. They're not talking. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> But I've also uh, picked up my DS and I started playing Pokemon again. Oh man, which one? Alpha Sapphire. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I remember playing Pokemon Diamond. It's like I I got for like a as a Christmas Eve present, and then I think I I think that was one of the first few times I can remember, like the earliest time I can remember, uh, staying up till like three a.m. 
Christmas Eve present. What's that? Nice. Christmas Eve present? Yeah. So, so you're Canadians, so I, I forgive you for not understanding. But here in America, <laughs> so there's, there's Christmas Eve, which uh, some families will celebrate. Uh, like yeah, my, I know what my... Christmas Eve is. I just didn't know people gave <laughs> presents on Christmas Eve. Why would you do that if you just give them to the person on the morning of Christmas? Oh, yeah. like uh, I mean, I can see your point of view, Caden. I, I do it too in my family. Yeah. You each get one small Christmas Eve yeah. gift. Yeah. Oh, that okay. Way you can just kinda... So I do that with my kids too, but it's usually pajamas that they can wear to bed that night. Yeah, you get like... Oh, not, yeah, that's not bad. Not yeah, you a, get like uh, one... Yeah, you get one, one or two small presents for Christmas Eve. And then the rest come whenever Santa shows up. America's weird. <laughs> Canada's weirder. No, it's not. Speaking of people being weird, these segues are weird. Um, <laughs> no, they're just bad. <laughs> segue. They're just <laughs> bad. I swear to God, if that was your segue, though, for me pimping, <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> uh, tell us Kidding, about the weird so people mean. running the podcast over on uh, CBC. Uh, oh, so me and Logan, yeah, our our po- uh-huh. podcast. Spoiler: They uh-huh. die. We are reviewing uh, Samuel Little. So that episode comes out tomorrow, which will be Monday when we're recording this. But Monday for when this releases on Thursday. So, if you like true crime, give it a listen. Sweet, sweet. I still need to actually listen to an episode. I've been a, I've been a bad podcast listener here lately. Scratch that. You've been a bad friend. I'm sorry. Oh, here, here, here. tonight I'll listen to y'all's first ever episode. No, don't listen to the first episode. Oh, come on. <laughs> listen to number four or five. That's when they get fired. Oh, that's oh, no. when they get, no, yeah, yeah, get to the specifically listening to one gets. through three first. Don't. It'll be like how the Star Wars trilogy should have been. Don't. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, but listen to the other ones first. Okay, I'll consider it. All right. But yeah, uh, moving on to news. Uh, I found this article uh, the other day. So for those who are excited about uh, EVO Online, the Evolution Championships, um, that's sadly being, uh, being canceled. Apparently the president uh, had an organizer there uh, kind of, you know, had some allegations made against him uh, by a fighting game player named Mikey Fam, uh, who's nicknamed or whose tag is Crack Prawn. Um, oh. Fam is the only source of the allegations so far, although there was a 2011 uh, Evolutions champ by the name of Jay Snyder who in a uh, now delete a tweet stated that fam had related or had relayed the uh, story to him at some point in the past. Uh, Evo attempted to address these, uh, you know, saying in the Twitter that, you know, uh, the president, uh, Joey Sewler, Sweller, Sewler, however you pronounce that. Um, <laughs> Bueller, Bueller. Right. I'm thinking Ferris <laughs> Bueller's day off now. Um, so that saying that Sealer had been placed on administrative leave pending a third party investigation. Uh, however, as soon as these allegations are out, people started pulling out like flies. Capcom pulled out of Evo. Netherrealms pulled out of, pulled out of EFO. Uh, Bandai and Namco Esports pulled out of Evo. Um, or Bandai Namco, Inter- Bandai Namco Entertainment. So in light of most of the big fighting game publishers pulling out, um, they went ahead and just uh, shut down Evo for this year. Hopefully next year it'll pop up once either these allegations are uh, investigated and proven either true or false. Uh, then you know, that fallback blows over. Or maybe they'll just get a new president, head organizer, and we can move on. Yep, those uh, allegations are nothing to be taken lightly. Yeah, no. No, they're not that like... That's like court stuff, man. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, I didn't know that. It's legal. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That is, yeah. I I would not want to be in Joey Sealer's or Krebs Sweller's, however you pronounce it. Joey's Bueller. Joey's Bueller position. 
<laughs> um, uh. Yeah, because the allegations like that are a career ender. And I really hope if the, you know, I don't believe that they are false, but if they happen to be false, I really hope his career isn't completely ended. Oh, no, uh, it is. Regardless. No, it is. Like once those accusations go online and it gets a following, it just, it explodes, man. Like, right. I, I understand that, that but I like hope that in light of evidence showing that he in fact is innocent of said allegations, I really hope that he can at least continue with his career because if not, that's, that, that's really bad. That's almost in the same light of, you know, putting an innocent man in prison. That's the world we live in though. Yeah. Not one I quite disagree, you know, quite agree with, but it is and it's life. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of no. the world that we live in, I'm really the tired modern of world. Of. Yeah. It's okay. Because I'm always gonna bring it back, baby. Oh, uh, sorry, Crowley. I'm not. <laughs> not to him, uh, anyways. Yeah, well, uh. speaking of. <laughs> no, but on the on the subject of actions you take having real life consequences, Kat, explain the article you found. Oh, mm-hmm. so this fun one. Yeah. So there's there's a dad um, who was horrified to get a gaming app bill for four thousand six hundred and forty two euros, which I converted to U.S. monies and Canadian monies. So for U.S., it's $5,231.77. And in Canadian, it's $7,086.38. So a holy blank ton of money. Like a lot of money. Anyways, Uh, so it turns out what had happened was he had bought uh, Roblox for his daughter on her phone. I believe it was her phone. Um, Mobile app. She said smartphone app. But Ah, smartphone paid. 4.99 4.99 euros, whatever that converts to, because I didn't do that math. About five euros. It's yes. Like what, about six American. Six I don't seven. know. Something like that. But uh, turns out that she was making microtransactions throughout an entire month, and it added up to that much. That's a uh, lot of money. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. How, how, how old is his daughter? His kid? Eleven. Eleven. <sighs> I don't know. That's like, like that's like right in the middle of. Well, they're a kid, or hey, they're they're like smart enough to know where money comes from, type of situation. I'm just yeah, like, but sometimes it's not so when my, with microtransactions. Sometimes it's not completely made clear on you know where you know where the money is coming from. So I could see a kid who's like super excited because they will just tap this button and get exactly what they want. I I could see a kid getting overexcited just turning their brain off because kids do that. See, I had an experience with this and my son. Oh. So, yeah, um, back before I had my Xbox One S, I had my dad's old Xbox 360, and I had my stuff logged in there and my bank card logged in because um, I bought a few games. And they have their own account on the Xbox, and they were playing Minecraft. And one, I don't remember which one, asked me if they could play on my account because you could save it on my account. You couldn't save it on the other one for whatever reason. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Not thinking anything of it. And he bought two skins or something. They were like $2 a piece. But Like cosmetics? Yeah, I got an email notification. Uh, yeah, he was in trouble. I bet mom wasn't happy. I mean, for $4, I lucked out yeah. compared to this guy. But right. <laughs> but yeah, he wasn't allowed I mean, to touch the Xbox for like a week. Yeah. Um, it, I believe the article goes on to say that, you know, he was... a he was more upset at you know he was he was very you know he was upset at his daughter but I you know he was also kind of appalled that companies were allowed this to happen. Well, I mean, there, there's there's you know there's steps. I mean, honestly, it when you put the blame on somebody, you know, the parents going to blame the company. They're going to be like, well, they're completely wrong to be able to allow my kids to be able to just buy you know to to fulfill their need, and it's like, well. You, you did give your kid your credit card. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's, it's kind of a look, man. You just, just next time, dude, like, like whatever. I, in my opinion, it's on the parent. It's not on yeah. the company. This is how the companies make money. I mean, it's a sad, sad reality, but it's, it's what they do. 
And yeah, no, I agree. As like when my son did that, it was my fault for not realizing that I left it on there. It's not, it's not Minecraft's fault. It's not Xbox's fault. My fault. No, Mojang's fault. Yeah. Yeah. And I found the quote too. It's, uh, yeah, my daughter was really upset when we told her about the financial consequences. She thought she was playing with Monopoly money. It didn't seem real to her. How can these companies be allowed to trap minors in these games to well, trap listen, people buddy, who are vulnerable? You bought the game for her. Maybe yeah. you should have researched no. it before you did that. You can't put the blame on the company. Do I, I agree, agree with microtransactions? No. Yeah. But you can't blame them now, for I your daughter say, doing that. I will say that personally, uh, you know, I think this is a separate issue from where if it was a loot box sort of system that was going on. Um, which, I mean, again, the, you know, the, the parent, parents, you should not give your kid access to your credit card. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> I mean, 100% I mean, overall. Check but, you know, the, even, even the regardless. That's what um, it really is. Check your Play Store information to make sure that you have deleted it once your child has downloaded the game. Or that add way, a password. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, email notifications. Make sure that if whenever you're dealing with a child and mobile applications, be in the know, right? Just take precautionary steps. That way you don't end up like this poor schmuck. And, you know, I would probably have a heart attack. Not going to lie. Uh, you know, if I saw five grand come inside of a bill, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, heart attack. Well, where, where, where's my pulse? Is this a stroke? Yeah. Well, <laughs> luckily, uh, the company did <laughs> refund him the money. Yes, um, that is the silver lining. Hallelujah. Yeah, the company oh, said oh, that, oh, oh, uh, oh, quote, oh. we strive to prevent unauthorized purchases by taking measure, measures such as not storing billing information and work directly with parents to provide appropriate refunds whenever possible, which in this case, sorry, which is the case for this instance. Yeah, no, and, and good on them because there are several companies, <coughs> Apple, <coughs> sorry, I had a tickle there, uh, who would not uh, <laughs> give you the time of day to even look at your refund requests. Um, no, yeah, they can be kind of big jerkwads, you know, it's, it's, but that's what it is, you know, things are going to happen, kids are going to be ding-dongs, unless they're older than 15, then I'm going to be like, okay, now you know you've done something, kid. Yeah, there was a, yeah, I remember hearing a story, and I quickly researched before we started the show, uh, there was a, there was a, uh, a kid in Canada who ended up racking up like seven grand, over, over seven and a half grand. Uh, oh, on his oh, father's oh, credit card oh, oh. Uh, oh. through FIFA transactions. This was in 2016. So this was back when, you know, FIFA was just microtransaction, you know, up the wazoo. Yeah, that, that child would be either one, uh, you know, you owe me, son, plus interest. Or two, yeah, you're not going to get that car after you graduate. You're going to be lucky if I even let you go to college. Yeah, that's the, I take the car back. You're not getting a college funding. Good luck after high school. Wait, wait, wait. What do you think, Kat? What would you do to your child if they were 17 and they're like, I can use this credit card. Money just grows on trees. Um, they wouldn't be my child anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be disowned. Oh, 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 disowned. Well, I mean, that's that's the money that I had put aside to raising you for the next however many years. So yeah. you're on your own till then. Uh, yeah. I mean, more of the story is just don't, don't give your kids access to your financial info. Make sure to delete it after you, you know, make the one-time purchase. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I know some people are not technologically minded. Um, there are several, just type into Google how to get rid of financial info off of whatever and something will pop up or ask a friend, uh, especially nowadays when now that technology is becoming much more you know, available. available and much more required, I guess is the word. Like you even acquired or required? Required. Oh. Oh, required. Oh. I'm like, it's an acquired taste. Yes. Mm. Most like computers are acquired taste. <laughs> I don't know how to get this in there. Uh yeah, those are greats. Yeah, no. I mean, I understand that, you know, like for instance, this gentleman was 72 when his daughter did this. Wait, so. this guy was 72 and his yeah. daughter is eleven? Yeah. Ah, uh, the Brits. Uh, I don't know if he's British, but yeah, something like that. I think he's British. I bet you. He's probably British. Yes. 
you know, not only British people use euros. I'm aware. Uh, oh, okay. But I think HSBC is a British bank. No, we have I HSBC. I thought BBC here. was a British channel. So. Just look and see where yeah, it's the a British multi. Show. Yeah. It's a British multi international investment bank with its headquarters in London. Bam. Huh. So, but they're, mul- they're multi international. So. Yeah, I was going to say we have HSBCs here. Yeah. Pretty big company. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of money, oh uh, Austin, you want to talk about uh, Blizzard's sort of cost saving measure for World of Warcraft? Yes. So, as of recently, uh, Blizzard has confirmed plans to merge World of Warcraft servers with more populated ones. So, apparently, it's, you know, the decision to connect the low population realms to the other existing realms. It's going to give them have more opportunities to shell out for server transfers. Now, I have known nothing in regards to technological advancements as to what that is. But I can see it from a financial point of view. They're basically taking all these lower realms and they're saying, look, we're going to kill two birds with one stone. We're going to make sure that, you know, the economy is going to be a lot more healthy with a decent population, with more opportunities. And that'll be like for raids. That'll be for quests, you know, and that'll be easier for, you know, people to get together. And that'll also be cost effective because they're not having to have as much server information being used to have multiple spans of lower realms, right? I mean, that's that's just like from a financial point. I'd be like, hey, let's save some maintenance here, guys. Let's just start packing them all in. But, you know, it, it, they're going to be connected until every low population realm in the, in the region that people are playing will be substantially larger population for players. And you know what? It's going to be easier for appropriate regions, languages, it's going to be a lot more cost effective. And, you know, that's also going to be easy for when people log out, log back in for, you know, the Battle of Azeroth and find they're now part of a larger part of a community, which is really great. I mean, I, I have to give it to them. You know, they're, they're, they're really making a cost effective business plan in, in regards to this. And that's, that's amazing. The only thing I question is, is how much money they're going to be saving. Now, I, I, I probably get a gander at least a couple grand, if not more. I don't know. It depends on what they're what they're using for their servers and how many, I guess, individual servers would be, like the, like the actual server units would be uh, unneeded, and you know they'd be able to sell sell back and whatnot. Um, and in terms of maintenance costs, I'm not sure. Um, however, I uh, when it says server transfers, I the it's not really the right term. So in World of Warcraft, you have character transfers, which allows you to move a character that you have in one realm to another. Uh, but I believe usually you have to actually shell out some some dough for that. Cha-ching. And it'll actually cost money. Yeah. So that so one of their goals is for people who have uh especially people who are really into the PvP aspect, if they have a character on a you know very unpopular server or low populated server, it's basically useless. And I mean, magic, it's not worth however much they charge for a character transfer to move it from one server to another. So that was one of their goals was to hopefully make it easier on the players uh, as well as, you know, uh, lower down maintenance costs. See, that's just going to give them more opportunities, though, especially in higher populations, right? That's going to have a lot more, you know, because I play World of Warcraft, not as a, you know, professional. I just got back into it. But... I could see like being able to transfer from one region to another in regards to the server. And if that costs money, you know, and they start packing people in, well, it's going to be a lot easier to avoid all these people and just start zipping around, pay some cash, whatever yeah. it takes, right? What I'm what I'm hoping for and what I'm curious about is I'm hoping that they've made sure that their the server load won't be too high once they, you know, start the merging process. Um, I'm sure that should be balanced, though. I mean, they're going to take real careful precautions. Well, you, know, you think, and- but companies have messed it up before. I believe it was, uh, oh, what was EA's little blunder that Firewall shut out that you know pooped out a day day one of launch because their servers got 
overpopulated. Was it was GTA? That, no. No, that's Rockstar. Oh, whatever. I'd say soccer, but uh, God, that probably would be completely wrong. <laughs> I want to say, but, yeah, know. it was Anthem. Yeah, Anthem. Uh, I want to say it was day one or week one uh, of the game launch. The service kept crashing because of overload. Just because too many people, too many players were trying to join and the service couldn't handle it. Yeah, but Blizzard is is one smart cookie. You have to admit, they probably will take precautions when they start merging the lower density population realms. They're going to be like, hey, quick maintenance for this section, quick maintenance for that section. Yeah. And they'll obviously do it by region. So it's going to be a smooth, slow transition. And who knows how long that could take. Yeah, I, I hope. Um, again, we'll see. Uh, there, have been, there have been instances where companies have, you know, you just assume, hey, they're a big enough company. They've been doing this for a while. They're, you know, they, they know what they're doing. And then they end up flopping. And people get really irritated with that. All right. So five bucks bet, Caden. Five bucks. Uh, I, don't, I don't gamble. Ah, the thrill of the gamble. And that's gambling's how you end addiction. up with, you know, $5,000 bill. Yeah, gambling's an addiction. <laughs> it's just a similar addiction to booze. I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Who knows? Uh, I just know it's a lot of fun to bet, you know, like, you know, hey, what could possibly go wrong, right? Everything. Right. Everything could possibly go wrong. Regardless, Precisely. you know what's also really fun? The game we're reviewing. Heck yeah. Because ladies and gentlemen... It's, you know, it, it, it's been a while since it was released, but we're finally getting around to it. Uh, we, this week, have reviewed Predator Hunting Grounds, released April yeah. 24th of 2020, developed by Ilphonic uh, and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. The platforms are PlayStation and Win- sorry, PlayStation 4 and Windows PC, uh, and it is a multiplayer FPS kind of reminiscent of uh, Dead by Daylight uh, with its core gameplay. Very reminiscent of Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the basic synopsis is you play, you gotta play as the predator, uh, running around the jungle trying to take out the four, um, four Marines, uh, that play as the other team, uh, using all sorts of weapons and strategies at your disposal. Uh, or you play as a four, four, four man Marine, uh, <laughs> completing a handful of objectives given to you by Zeus, who is basically the eye in the sky, little commander guy. Uh, and attempt to complete them and get to the evac before the predator finds you and ultimately wipes out your entire team. So just like Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's the mechanics are better in this game. The mechanics are better admit. in this game. Yes. Yeah. But and I, I think it's also better balanced. Um, because I've played through Dead by Daylight. Now I'm not an expert in Dead by Daylight by any means, but from what I've played and from what I've seen. It seems like while the survivors do have some tricks they could do in Dead by Daylight, the killer still always seems, you know, always has just a general advantage. And in this game, just it feels more balanced. Because while the Predator does have a bit of an advantage with cloaking and night vision and all that, the Marines have guns and flashbangs and grenades and the ability to uh, mash E until they spot the Predator and then fire at the, you know, light red silhouette until it disappears. Uh, so I mean, like, at least the the survivors in this case can you know fight back. Well, and you know it's it's pretty decent in regards to the mechanics. You know, you you have 15 minutes on the timer, and that's the amount of time whether you're the predator or the four, four person fire team to complete either killing everybody as the predator. You know, like just sweet, easy, done and done. Or you play as the fire team. And you have to complete a complex mission, quote, you know, and and be able to survive, obviously, until you get evac'd out. Honestly, the 15 minutes, that's not a bad, you know, round. Putting on that timer, it makes it so that way you're you're on pressure, you know, to either escape or at least try to kill the predator, but you know, before you can get out. I mean, it's it's really easy and and sweet, but also. So complex with strategy, so complex with the perks that they that they really provide for the customizable characters. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> for me, like at least for the predator, uh, at the moment I'm only like a level fifteen. Uh, 
So I don't really have a whole lot, you know, I don't have, don't have the Predator maxed out or whatever. But from the perks I've unlocked with the Predator, there's only like three or four of them that I really have to choose from because the other ones are really situational. Like I have one that just increases my overall XP uh, that I get with the Predator, which helps you level up quicker. I have one that makes me take less damage from bullets because a lot of times in order to just end the game, I'll just hop in there and go ham at people with melee. And if I could take down a couple of them beforehand, that's great. But sometimes you got to take on three people at once and you can get mowed down really quick. Yeah. Uh, then my other one is that my cloaking doesn't take up as much of my energy. Yeah, you know, I can totally see what you mean. When it comes to situational, it just depends on your game preference. Are you, you know, are you kind of like a hunter? Do you stalk your prey until they're like really weak? Or do you just brawl out and just, Friggin' whip the crap out of him. I mean, it's it's really fun, especially when you go into the uh, the special kill factor. You know, when you press the F button after you've downed uh, one of the fire teams, and it goes into this awesome, awesome cinematic. I mean, really cool. And he just rips out the spine and you know your skull owl at once. Right? You can either do it quick, you can, you know just to get it over with, or you can do it sweet and slow and just make the other players just be like, oh, God. Oh, no. Did you just say sweet and slow? Sweet and slow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, that's it's a... just the cinematics. When you watch it, especially when you're, if you're the one who's dying, it's like, well, at least I get to watch myself fancily die. Yeah, that, that, is, that is one thing. Uh, this game is rated. I believe it is very justified for its M rating. Uh, parents, oh, yeah. who are, parents who are listening or um, teenagers who are listening who may have a younger sibling don't let your kid play this like uh the wait first i wasn't supposed s- to let my kids play this probably not Oops. Um, oh dude the first round me and Caden <laughs> yeah, played together round. there was like so, like a little kid that was yeah, like so- hey is this real people yeah and there's like, like some 10 oh year old gosh. yeah there's like some yeah. nine or ten year old on playstation just playing and talking to mike and yeah don't let your kids play this guys it's like i'm you know i'm i'm not a parent you could do whatever you want, but A, they're not going to probably do well because there is a lot of you know strategy and whatnot. That There's just, a lot of violence in this game. Be straight with it, Caden. It's yeah, just well, straight then, up violence. I was going to get to that. I was going to get to the fact <laughs> that, you know, probably showing a seed where someone's spine, you know, the half of someone's spine and skull uh, getting ripped out from their chest probably isn't something you want to show your kid. The gore oh. factor in this game was is one thing that I think saved it from me for me. Yeah. It's just it's because it's very because if you guys ever watched the Predator movies, it's just yeah, you know, fan base it's like look at him go just ripping them apart, you know, or just blowing them up with like his uh shoulder mounted uh launcher. Like, I don't know if it's a grenade launcher or a bazooka, but it's like, oh, yeah, I can laser you and just pew. Uh-huh. <laughs> how, how, what the laser, what, what sound does the laser make again? Like pew, pew. <laughs> there we go. Okay, I, I, I didn't catch it the first time. Uh, no, it's okay. So there are technically three maps for this game. However, um, if you've, got and played it and you're kind of sitting there like wondering no wait what do, you, what do you mean three maps you would you'll kind of you'd be justified in wondering that because i wondered that too they all, all of the maps, same. yeah all the maps virtually look the same there may be some minute changes like i think one of them has like aztec temples in them the other one it's has more like, themed that's what it really is the maps are generally the same it's just what theme is it you know there's a logging site yeah, there's but, uh, the Mayan jungle temples. And then and there's then one with like there's, a there's one like a with a pipeline. But yeah, eh, with a watery that pipeline. Yeah, but that's not in my opinion. I would have rather just had one really good, you know, one really good map than three just man maps that all but look it's the still same. it it keeps it different. I can at least appreciate they're trying. I mean, I personally I, I don't care. Like see, this is, I I'm I just wish they had like some sort of like variance. Like maybe there's a desert or yeah, maybe that's there's exactly a tundra. what I'm saying. You're yeah. you're arguing against me. We had the same opinion. Like that's what I'm saying is I would have rather had 
you know, three different maps that are maybe different um, biomes or uh, maybe have different obstacles that you have to either work around as the uh, four-man squad or as the Predator, or maybe the Predator can use it as, to his advantage. Something that would actually differentiate the three instead of they're all a bland jungle scene with two or three outposts of gorillas with some, you know, one of them has Mayan uh, temples, one of them has a giant pipe running through half the map, and one of them has logging sites. But like, this that one has do tiki torches. Me. Yeah, <laughs> this one has tiki torches. <laughs> like, that doesn't do it for me. Well, you don't uh, like tiki yeah. torches at your party? What's that? You don't like tiki torches at your party? No, I, I do. I said, I said just the, the fact that all the maps kind of blend together doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see your torches. point of view. Like a tundra scene or maybe something like a north, like change up the trees, maybe put in like a northwest, like Alaska. Yeah, I do think something like pretty yeah. wicked. Put, put one in Canada, foresty area in Canada where he's having to hop around pine trees. And then they give the custom Canada. mod for Wolverine. Yeah. Um. Now, for those who are really wanting to play as the Predator, there's some bad news. You're going to get some long queue times. Um, yeah, I've oh, seen the range heck, yeah. from as low as six minutes to as high as about eight and a half. I think I um, waited like, yeah, about seven minutes once. I was like, yeah. Hey. But Usually, because who, who wants to be a fire squad, right? Um, I, I kind of go back and forth. There's sometimes when I just get bored playing as the Predator. I want to shoot stuff. Uh, and then yeah. there's sometimes where I just want to you know, usually like whenever I get something new for the Predator, gameplay wise, like I'll switch back over to the Predator. See, um, I see it as a strategy of, hey, what, what what makes more sense gaining experience? Is it going to be waiting for, you know, five to ten minutes being able to actually play the Predator character? Or you have 30 seconds to play the fire team, your experience will just like shoot up in the level. I mean, that it makes more sense to me that way. Yeah, but the Predator also literally has a perk that increases the amount of experience you get. And, and you get I to rip usually, out spines. So. Yeah. It's efficiency. So. That That's my point, though, is that is it more efficient to play the fire team than the Predator? It, it just it varies on that time frame. That's yeah, what but if I, if I get to Video the point games where are I'm not about efficiency. Yeah, but if, yeah, if I'm contemplating... How, listen, if I'm contemplating... How efficiently can I grind out this game to hit max level as soon as possible? I'm not playing that game anymore. Um, my friends and I went through a phase where we played really grindy games, where our tanks, where the war plants, all that fun stuff, where it was just a constant grind, and I did not have fun. I usually quit out about halfway because I got tired of it. It was boring, and Maybe the game was really not good enough to justify it. Ugh. So if if this game gets to the point where I'm having to sit here and figure out, hmm, how efficiently can I grind this out so I can hit level 150 in three days? I'm I'm not playing this game anymore because it's yeah, that not it that fun. good. What? That's fun to me because then you get like the most bad ace like knives or perks. Like, like I mean, I, that's just me. That's so, like, hey, I want to get to this perk where it gives you like extra health or right, makes but you I, a lot quicker. I have a like, laundry list of games I need to get through on top of the ones we review for this show. <laughs> so I don't have time to sit there and try and grind out a game that really I may have one other person who plays it with me play it. And then it's just me running around solo queue. And I have, I have better things to do with my time. No, you don't. No, you don't. Shut up. <laughs> I was about to say, like, you, like, you just want to sound tell me, cool. You, you yeah. know me. You don't know my life. You're trying to sound I cool. I do, though. I do know you. No, like, so, like, <laughs> but legitimately. Okay. Like, I have better games to play. I have other stuff to, to do besides grind at a game. Um, especially one that, after a while, I'm probably going to get bored with. Uh... I mean, with that being said, uh, the game at least looks pretty. Um, yeah, and, the graphics are nice. Better than Dead oh, by yeah. Daylight. Yeah, and I mean, even with my mid-range kind of budget PC, um, I played it fairly well. I didn't have to touch the settings. In fact, the yeah, I didn't either. only settings I had to touch was my controls. Get my key bindings right. Oh, that is one thing. Um, for those of you who are like me and have thumb buttons on your mouse that you like to map stuff to, be careful because the way that they've Program this game. 
the whatever key binding you give it, the box around the text uh, on your HUD won't always expand to accommodate for that. So sometimes you can have uh, like thumb button uh, overlapping like half, you know, uh, half the controls over in the bottom middle of the screen when you're the predator running around the trees. Uh, which I mean, if you know what it does, it's fine. But yeah, that's just a little little bug that they, I guess, haven't got around to fixing. My normal mouse didn't have a problem. Yeah, I was pretty chill. Well, I mean, did, did you put bind it to a thumb button? I don't have a thumb button. That's that's I what had I'm a saying. couple thumb buttons. Wait, it wasn't too hard for me. Buttons. Yeah, you. I got two two little thumb buttons. Hmm. Yeah, Never noticed those before. Two. Yeah, and you can bind that stuff. So you yeah. know, if you're playing something like this game or WoW or you know Minecraft. a game that's yeah, like it makes it a little bit easier to access. Hey, this button, you know, has a special feature, right? Yeah. I better make sure I don't have to stretch my fingers like halfway across the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. then that's um, hard work. Yeah, and this <laughs> this is crossplay, so there is so PC players yes. can be paired up with PlayStation players. So oh those, yeah, it's so much fun. So for it those just, of you, it's, for those yeah, I mean for those of you playing PlayStation, uh, good luck because I'll be honest. A mouse is a lot more accurate than flabby sticks. Did you say <laughs> flabby so sticks? Fun. Yeah, that's what my friends and I call joysticks. Flabby? Trying to aim with joysticks. Yeah, it's it's awful. Yeah, wow. it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aiming a gun on any console or computer is awful. It's yeah, I mean, it, I used but... to do it. Like when you're when you're paired with other console players, you can kind of do it. But ever since ever since I switched to PC, I can't go back. I can't stand playing shooters with the controller now. See, the only reason I would go back to, you know, like controllers for specific games is if it's going to be like, okay, is it going to be a button mash like Mortal Kombat? Or is this going to be something more like, hey, you know, RPG? It just depends on what you're playing, what seems a lot easier to navigate is it going to be easier with the mouse as a you know first person shooter yes is it going to be more fun to beat the living g's out of somebody using like a button mashing on a controller oh yeah you better sweet tooth and i'm gonna go do that but it just depends on your preferences man no i yeah. played skyrim on both my pc and my xbox honestly i prefer it on my xbox yeah. i i yeah um i can't decide anymore if i like console mechanics with or console controls with let me start over i can't decide if i like playing with a controller on skyrim or keyboard and mouse on skyrim i promise i'm okay um, i don't believe you <laughs> just maybe we should just get a game that he'll have to play a console and make him like relive the experience i i, I refuse to play shooters with the controller nope not gonna happen yeah, I won't play them either. Huh. I mean, whatever, whatever. But I just like, it's kind of fun when you're just on PlayStation Buddies and you're just like, ha ha, yeah, headshot. I could do the same thing with PC. In fact, I was, no, this will help kind of segue into the next question I want to ask you. Because uh, I was popping segue. domes left and right. Uh, and I'm curious. Popping what, domes. <laughs> popping domes, yeah. And I'm curious, what what weapons <laughs> did you guys gravitate towards uh, as the Marines? Honestly, I really gravitated towards assault weapons. It's a lot easier to just kind of go in, get it leveled up, modify it with some decent aiming. That way, one, you can take out the AI, and two, you can at least be able to, like, not only get distance, but you're able to get in a good spray effect to scare off a predator when he's, you know, parkouring the tree line. It's it, it's it's a lot easier, in my opinion, to have the assault that way. Cat, what about you? Uh, same as Austin. Ah, yeah, spray I pray. yeah I gravitated towards the sniper rifles. It's like, for instance, it starts you off with a DMR, and yeah, I like that because. I don't need to spray and pray uh, so long as it can hit the dome pieces. And then if a predator tries to rush me, uh, I have a 12-gauge shotgun. 
it just depends on your play style. That's what it really is in this game. And that's what makes it so much fun is that you can, you can uh, level up as well and be able to pick specific customized classes up to five slots once you get up in the levels. And I'm like, shoot, I, you know, I can be like, oh, I feel like I'm going to be an assault guy in this game. And it allows you in the changeout as well. Once you've loaded up the players before you go through the final check, you can be like, okay, I want to change this guy to be a more balanced team. Or you can be like the predator and say, you know what? I, it, because it's this map, I want to be able to make sure I can get my bow out or I'm just going to be a brawler class. Really easy, customizable, especially per round. I really like that feature. See, what I really wanted to do was get the Glock so I could hold it sideways and look cool. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, where my money at, Predator? Where my money at? Unfortunately, Uh, it would not let me hold my gun sideways. It won't let me hold my gun sideways. (laughs) Maybe if they ever come out with uh, Hunting Grounds VR. Maybe then you can hold your gun sideways. Oh, man. If that came out in VR, that would be such be a scary trip. Oh, yeah. That'd Ooh. be the most awesome part of it. Because no. then the actual visual sound ratio. Because this game, you really have to keep your headset on and listen. Because you could be listening to gunshots you know, from far away. Or if you're the fire team, you're going to be trying to hear that freaking predator silently try to come up to you and do his little clicking noises. Oh, and I just like, don't where is he at? Like those noises. Me out, man. The clicking noises? hmm <laughs> Yeah, because then you're like, okay, he's nearby. He's really nearby. No, like, so I haven't... Just, what you're saying is I, I shouldn't set up a soundboard on Discord and just start playing that at random times. Oh, anytime. that would be terrible. That would be bad for you. <laughs> that would you be... You don't know where I live. Highly unwise. I do. I would be highly unwise. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Uh, one of these shows just to be able to play that and she'll just go, Oh my God. Yeah. 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 If and you, then if you have the ability three to... episodes from that point, you will be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, uh, yeah. If you have, if you have surround sound headsets, headphones or whatever, uh, make sure to plop those on. Um, don't pull a cat and put your headphones on backwards. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) He's on your right. He's on your right. Uh, Looks left because that's where she's hearing. It's popped in the back. uh, (laughs) Oh, I know. Oh, that was so funny. Uh, I know I didn't even do it just once. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no. um, And the Predator also gets the the ability to, like, oh, yeah, there's a perk I have that uh, allows, or that I originally had that, allows you to basically see the audio cues better because they pop up as little circles. Oh, yeah. Um, when you're in your little thermal vision. Guns. Yeah, with your Yo, little thermal vision awesome. state. Um, and that's what I mainly use was I'd, I'd run around uncloaked uh, with my thermal vision active, kind of wait till I saw those audio cues or occasionally I you know would catch a glimpse of them as they're running to the first objective. But in most cases, they spawn far enough away that you won't get there in time. Um so I once I once I got a beat on them, I cloak, turn off my, or I I turn everything off, get kind of in the vicinity, wait for my mirror to recharge, then cloak, turn off the thermal vision, and start firing rockets. And fun fact, you can charge the rockets by holding down right click or whatever it is for controller, and it'll actually do extra damage. And I believe it depletes more energy that way. However, you could usually down a marine in like three of those, I think. With three charged shots, yeah. Because yeah. once you once you get to the point of scaring, like it's so amazing. You can play a scare tactic, like launch that thing, and then jump out of the tree line and just like silently creep up to like where they're holed up. I yeah. mean, it it makes it wonderful. And then you charge up right in front of them. Boom! They're just like, oh no! Oh, yeah. And so there's a uh, there are different types of similar to the marines. There are different types of predators. They all have the same gear. Uh, same with Marines. It's just what changes between the classes of the different stats. It's like some of them may have more health, but less mobility. Some of them may have better stamina, uh, but, you know, less health. But all health, their stuff spines like look the same. What's that? So, but all their spines look the same. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then there are also two kind of DLC characters. Um, one for both, one for the Predator, one for the Marines. 
there's the Samurai Predator, which gives you access to a little DLC Predator. Um, I cosmetics. No, it's actually not cosmetic. Uh, it's oh. uh, it's a separate Predator class. It's the actual Samurai mm. Predator class. Um, I don't know what all it comes with because I didn't get it because I'm not paying $20 for DLC I don't care about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then there's also the Dutch 2025 pack. Uh, it comes with the Dutch Marine and I don't know what else it comes with. Maybe be more specific, Hayden, because uh, in the original Predator movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger you know played dutch so it's basically constructing you know him in 2025 where he's a little bit more haggard and a little bit more like yeah i've hunted these guys for like since the 80s oh it's it's fun you know and you're if you're a predator fan like i am you're just like ah it's the schwarzenegger yeah so you play an Uh, old arnold Basically, you just play old Arnold. But who wouldn't want to play old Arnold? <laughs> um, You're still one. bad, A. Get to the chopper. <laughs> yeah. I like it uh, even less now. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and then, yeah, the pack also comes with the QR5 hammerhead assault rifle and a knife specific to Dutch. Um, however, those... W- have been made or the rifle the rifle knife and customizations that are specific to this pack have been made available to everyone as of June 12th. Uh so yeah, I mean get those if you like it. Um I personally don't see the point in it just because I think the doesn't really add enough for me to want buying it. But you know maybe some diehard predator fans will really like it. Final reviews? Final review. Sure. Uh, Austin, you will go first. Oh, yeah. So I have to admit, it's a pretty good game. You know, customizable characters for both the fire teams and predators. You know, in terms of weapon class and perks, it's never ending. No matter, you know, who you play, you're still getting a, a pretty sweet, sweet video game. You know, and I know that one of the cons is, you know, with everyone who wants to play the predator, it's such a fun thing to be able to rip the spinal cords out, be invisible, scare the living bejesus out of noobs. It's, it's, it's pretty sweet. I just don't find that to be efficient. And that's what we you know, I, I know that, you know, Hey, if it's, if it's becoming an efficiency or a grindy type of thing, it can lose its spark. But I think it's like, yeah, I want to get that special knife at one level 150 and like see that baby work. It would make more sense, you know, to gain more experience points playing as the fire team. Once in a while, right? You switch out once you get to the a sweet enough level where you customize your predator. But, you know, waiting to, you know, six minutes, I'm like, I, you know, I have better things to do. It's a fun game. But I would have better things to do in 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 regards to that. The game mechanics, you know, they're the same as Dying Light, but they're way much better. Dying a Light, a lot better graphics. You mean Dead by Daylight? Is it Dead by Daylight? It's or Dead is by it Dying Daylight. Light. No, Dead Dying Light is the zombie FPS, the Dang hardcore. It. Yeah, see, uh, I knew I was going FPS. somewhere wrong with it. I could already hear you just ranting. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, basically the game mechanics, they're, you know, they're the same way, but it's so much better. The maps only come in about three to four different varieties. I I wish they were a lot more varied, you know, like Caden said, different biomes, maybe something like the tundra. I think that would be a really interesting map to see. And, you know, the maps are at least decently sized. It's not going to be like where well, I'm going to be hunting these guys forever like it did in, you know, the Crucible and trying to find people. It, it makes it a lot better in regards to that. The mission points, they're at least decently quick for the fire team. And hopefully you can get the heck out of Todd before you're shanked to death by this awesome predator that's probably customized or leveled up the wazoo. It's still an overall sweet game. I would give it a 9 out of 10. I'm definitely going to keep on playing this bad boy and see how fun it's going to be to like slaughter those fire teams. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right, Caden. Let, let's see what you got. Give me, give me your word. Give me the 
Give me the dog's blues. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Um, the core gameplay is good. Again, I think it's a much more balanced, much more entertaining version of Dead by Daylight. Um, I really like how the Predator is. It, he's not stupidly broken like Jason is in uh, the Friday the 13th game that this same studio also made. Uh, but he also doesn't feel underpowered either. There's that nice fine line where if you messed up, you can get really punished. But if you you know do a good job, you'll see the you know you'll see the fruits of your labor in the four down people that you're currently ripping the spines out of. Um, I also like the uh, just the assortment of weapons you have to choose from in both classes, both uh, the predator and the, the marines. Um, again, I personally just prefer to use the rifles just because I could, you know, so long as I can hit, you know, hit them in their domes, I don't really need to spray and pray. Uh, although I am kind of looking forward to if I decide to continue playing this game uh, to picking up the special weapons that you can get. Like, uh, I think there was like an RPG and a grenade launcher and all that fun stuff. Um, I wish there was more map variety. Um, I mean, there was enough that you can kind of tell that you were in a different area, but it really didn't make a difference in terms of where the objectives usually were. Uh, and while the AI was a kind of nice twist, the kind of AI gorilla stuff, um, I just found them more of kind of an annoyance than an actual engaging enemy. Uh, but maybe I'm just, you know, pessimistic. Pessimistic. Um, so overall, I'd give it an, an 8 out of 10. It's it's much better than some of the games we've had to review beforehand. <coughs> Crucible. <coughs> oh, sorry. There's that tickle again. Weird. Last time it sounded like Apple. This time it sounded like Crucible. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it takes one of those evolving viruses. Rona. <laughs> I was about to say like Rona. Oh, <laughs> uh, what'd you think of it, Kat? I thought it was a good game. Not my type of game. Uh, very, very similar to Dead by Daylight. I hated the wait times to be the predator. They were really long. Uh, but I understand it's kind of an unavoidable thing. And I liked playing the predator because playing as part of the fire team gave me too much anxiety. I don't like feeling hunted. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, it's not the worst game in the world. It's just not my cup of tea. So I don't know. Six out of ten. Okay. That was quick. Well, mm. oh. Not a lot of positive things to say about it. Right. It didn't let me womp hold my gun sideways, so. Right. Yeah. You hear that, Elphonic? If you want a better score from Cat, she needs to be able to get a Glock and hold it sideways. And point you can get a Glock. You just can't hold it sideways. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's both get a Glock kill and shot. point it sideways. Yeah. I mean, you could always add a critical skill like kill shot, pow, pow. Yeah. I, I don't think that the Marines need skills. I think the gear system they have is just fine, but I think if you start trying to throw in specific skills and abilities, it's just, it's going to overcomplicate it. I Except I like the... For sideways gun holding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sideways gun holding definitely needs to be added. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so next week, we'll be taking a revenge against the Italian Mafia for betraying us at BGA, as well as reviewing Mama a game mia. that some argued wasn't a good successor to the second iteration of the series. It's Mafia 3 Definitive Edition. Yeah. Uh, this particular edition was released, uh, I want to say last month, um, on PC and I want to say on all consoles. And we'll, we'll go ahead and pick it up and see what it's like being a part of the mafia. It's a lot of fun, trust me. Yeah, Heck I'm excited. Yeah. Bribes, blackmail, you know, murder, burying the bodies. Where can you go wrong? The fishes. <laughs> me can go wrong. Yeah. So many places. Oh, but. I know. So uh, if you'd like to come hang out with us or leave us your feedback, uh, you can join the Creative Brain Candy Discord by going to our website at badgamersanonymous.com and clicking the link in the top right corner. We also have a merch link right next to it where you can pick up some of our specific merch at BGA. We got mugs, t-shirts, uh, hats. Uh, I want to say we Slatters. have cookies. water bottles. Do we have Girl Scout cookies? We don't have Girl Scout cookies. Dang it. Which Girl Scout cookies? Um, Delicious. The mint ones? Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then if you want just general CBC merch because you're a fan of all the podcasts, you could go to creativebrandcandy.com and click their merch link. That'll take you just the main store page. And uh, from all of us here at Bad Gamers Anonymous, myself, Kat, and Austin, uh, y'all have a good one. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Follow Bad Gamers Anonymous on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous podcast, on Instagram at Bad Gamers Anonymous, and on Twitter at, at Bad Gamers Anon. You can contact Bad Gamers Anonymous by emailing badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Bad Gamers Anonymous is hosted by Kat and Austin, edited by Arturo Garcia, and produced by Jason Mixon and James Geem. <laughs>